you ever go down to the south sure and you see a man with a shrimp mech suit sure yeah and he shoots uh playing cards out of a ventilated arm and has a claw on the other hey roaches i'm todd tondera and welcome to my audio thrifting diary i scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts useful unusuals trendy trinkets cool collectibles and good garbage each week for the show i take a guest secondhand shopping After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Another edition of Thrifty Podcast. It's me. It's Toddy. I'm back for another week. I have my bright yellow socks on this week that you can't see. But for the second time in about a week and a half, I lost a piece of chocolate and I melted it onto a part of my body. That sounds like a bad pop punk song lyric well uh, i lost my piece of chocolate and i melted it to my my body body. (laughs) and then like a very high snare and a very low strum of an acoustic guitar well last last well i would say last week but calendar wise it was yeah well no it was like a week week and a half ago i was eating a chocolate frog shirtless in my bed chocolate frog like from the fabled harry potter series I don't know what Harry Potter is. Oh, okay. I've never read a book. I've, I've just ever the thing. No, I've never read <laughs> never a Harry read Potter a book. book. No. Oh, I thought you meant just books in general. <laughs> I've never read. Never a read book. anything. It's fine. Um, and I was eating the chocolate shirtless, and I lost a piece of chocolate. And then about an hour later, I found a puddle of chocolate, and it was like on my tummy. Puddle of mud, but it's puddle of chocolate on your tummy. And so today, I'm wearing a Nike sock. Bright yellow. Does it have chocolate on it? I have. See, look, look on my ankle. Look you on sure my ankle. Shit? Yeah, I just. It looks like I. I uh, pooped. Pooped on it. Unfortunately, or fortunately for some, I did not. Um. So you heard his voice, Shane Becker here, Brick Body Shane, everyone's favorite thrifty co-host. Everyone's favorite thrifty that, co-host. That is it. Josh, Prin, DJ Lil, Kaylee, Ryan, Esty. My girlfriend, Michaela. Wow. Just go through everyone that you know that's been on the show. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Icky Vicky. Icky Vicky has um, been on the show. And then I'm there. I'm right after Icky Vicky. You're somewhere there. Right above you doing a solo episode. I've done solo episodes. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, I have done a solo Solo episodes would be fun. I feel like that's definitely a different vibe. Sure. I try, to, I, try to, I, tr- I try to keep it as fresh as Subway's bread. Every I will week reiterate I put I've something. I've gotten the same thing at Subway since 2012. Well, the Subway close close by doesn't even have turkey sometimes, and they have a no turkey yeah. sign. That was like one of my, f- you posted on your main once. I like, posted yeah. that on the main It Instagram was Christmas once. Eve, and they were like, we got no turkey. 
here's well, a sign telling you we have well no i don't turkey. know if you stopped at the plaza today but they have no turkey again is turkey they have no turkey like again top three in lunch meats sure you? you think ham turkey ham salami. is at the top salami is your third uh, I'm saying, what, if this was Price is Right, not Price is Right, what is that show? Family Feud. <laughs> if this was Family Feud, if this was Family Feud, I Ham think would have, like, 58, Turkey would have 23. And Salami, I think, is three. Salami, I think, would be four. I don't behind respect roast cheese, beef. and you know I don't respect cheese. I'm saying, like, protein. Yeah. I, I would say, like, roast beef or some variant of that would be third, and then salami. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know who hosts Family Feud now. I remember Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey still does? Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Normie comedy. Great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Shane and I are back for another episode, and we have a collective thrift haul to showcase to you today that has been put together over, uh, well, technically, some of the stuff here we've had for a long time. Never thought we would use it, but we came up with a concept that it allowed us to use it this week to present it to you. But so this is a combination of several different thrift hauls. And uh, we had a couple of things to start off with, but I think we're, uh, I have a thing. Shane has a thing. And I said, let's not both just go off on our own thing right away. Let's talk about tushy cushions let's talk about <laughs> tushy cushions <laughs> so uh so what i have um on my lap right are now are four tushy cushions are four uh stadium seat cushions so those are <laughs> for your tushy those are for your tushy i think so the ultimate power move would be bringing one to sit on and then also propping one against the back and sitting on the back if that was a possibility well they now have the stadium seats where some of them are not only a cushion but you they're like a like, chair. They're yeah. like a chair. You go to like a college football game where everyone has where it's all bleachers, and then mm-hmm. you know like the the rich have their stadium seat cushion already set up for them before they get there. Ugh. Like you go, I went to a Penn State football game once, and it's Ooh. it might be a season ticket holder thing, but yeah, you gotta have money to be a season ticket holder for Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, that was 2012. Yeah. Not even. It was like 2009. I was like 11 and I was wearing my Michigan shirt because I really like Michigan and Penn State was playing Michigan. And someone said, you get fuck you. To and a I kid. Said, I'm 11. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I'm 11. <laughs> yeah. Um. So these are the puffy squares you put on your seat so your backside doesn't freeze. And some of these were collectively found, Shane and I together. Some of them I found independently. And one of these was actually a gift from Shane to me. And Shane also gave Last Call Larkin one of these, too, for winning Pittsburgh's Best Podcast in 2019. is 2020, so we're starting fresh and building to that again. Um, wow. That was like, you riffed that real well. Like, your voice flowed over how you just said all that. Well, I'm trying. I just wanted to add that in there for any of the viewers at home. Toddy <laughs> really tries. <laughs> Uh, so the, the seat cushions that we have, um, they are in the brick body shop, but the one, um, that I mentioned that Shane got Josh and I, we got one each that that isn't for sale, but I'm going to start out with a Shane banger for sure, because early picks of the brick body kids, this was featured in a lot of, but we're going, it's a, uh, in very great condition, a bright orange stadium cushion and it has a flattened sort of circle-y vibe on it. That's um, literally a, that's a globe. It's a globe. Like, you know the spread out versions of maps where that's latitude and longitude lines. Sick, dude. 
See, you just I I didn't know that's what and this was. I the seat cushions from 1970, like the 70s. Mm-hmm. That's a um local to West Southwestern PA like business of some sort. Oh, um, so it says Joy. In yeah, thick, that's like a big company. black letters. I remember showing this to Esty, who was on an episode, mm-hmm. and she said that someone she either knew or was a relative of worked for that company. That's kind of cool. Something. So Joy like, Pittsburgh. I don't know. It, it. I would assume it's some sort of manufacturing or mm-hmm. some sort of handsy trade. Um, that makes sense. Bright orange. It had the bright tag on it. With I think I ripped it off. Black globe and joy right over it. The staple on the it has like a holder loop. Yeah, holder loop so you could carry it to the yeah. stadium. That um staple on it held the tag that was on it, and it was like a company tag of some sort. Oh, cool. Okay. So that was our, our first one, and that's uh, that's kind of up front with all the other ones, but um, the orange is a cool color. It's not an offensive orange. I feel like these could it's be a, utilized. It's just a regular orange. I feel like a lot of these tushy cushies yeah. is, could be utilized in some sort of artwork. Okay. I think Okay. I think our ultimate goal should be to just not even sell these but collect them, and so if we find a cool one, we keep it, but then like cut off the front in the all mm-hmm. the things that have print on it and like stitch it together in some f- form or fashion. Okay, that'd be cool. That could be a new thing. You we see, like frat that. boys like put up a cut out like twenty four rack. Yeah, boxes on their walls. We could just have cut up cushy tushies. And also, like you see that a lot. I mean, it's been around forever, but people cut t shirts and sew those yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. For, like a t-shirt so quote. if we cut the front off of a stadium seats and put that together, mm-hmm. that could be our thing. The second stadium seat. This was a U fine. This was a a toddy fine. This is from 1993. It's from Super Bowl 28, Sunday, January 30th, 1994, at Georgia Dome, Atlanta. And this was the Cowboys versus the be a Cowboy versus baby. the Buff Bills, the Buffalo Bills, the Bills Mafia. Um, Buffalo Bills four straight losses in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Sorry, Jim Kelly. Yeah, we have you in the shop too. Oh yeah, we have a Jim. Ke- we have a Jim Kelly like bash and brawler plush. Crazy. It's, it's worth a cool. ton of money, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, so with Super Bowl twenty eight, that it was the Bills and the Cowboys, and this was a seat cushion from that very Super Bowl. Comes with a little gimmick. It comes with a gimmick. So what you have here, I want to get a Velcro noise. Could I get a Velcro? ASMR toddy opening a stadium cushion. I just a, came. I I that's why I did that to finish. Very cool. Uh, so what I uh, uh, appreciate about this seat cushion is that Velcro you heard. There is a a bag that f- that flaps down. Does it flip down so you can put like a beer like a, or, or like just a, your stuff like in a, it? You know, like a coat. Yeah, wallet, keys. Yeah, yeah. that's so interesting. Me, so it flips. I don't think I've ever opened it up. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. So it's off the front. So you put the you put the cushion down on the stadium seat, and in between the person's legs who's sitting on it mm-hmm. is the flap that unvelcros and you could put down. So you could just put stuff in there. You go to a semi professional football game. Let's talk let's say you go to the Super Bowl. Sure. What are the first three things you buy? At the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. You it's don't too buy expensive. Any. It's just too expensive. Say you have the money to buy it, what do you oh, buy? Oh, if I had the money to just, just spend yeah, just on it. What whatever. do you buy? Um, commemorative t-shirt. Okay. Um, 
Maybe, yeah, maybe some, definitely some merchandise. Maybe a towel, because I like Ooh, towels. Ooh, towels are cool. Uh, I'm a big towel fan, so maybe a super, I will say this, Super Bowl towel, mm-hmm. um, and you said if I had the money, I'll have a $12 beer. Okay. And um, um, I might even do like a program. Okay. So right along the lines of what I was thinking, I'd go program first, because I know I'd see it and yeah. want it immediately. Um. Programs would be cool because if you just walk in, there's programs. I'd say hot dog, hmm. like a you know, like not a not a wimpy wimpy boy, like a yeah, beefing, honking hot dog. Yeah, a um, stadium dog. Yeah, yeah. I'd say probably t-shirt, towel, or flag. Flag, one cool. of the three. Flag could be cool. Yeah, but I think I would take the most joy in getting the program. Mm-hmm. I like just that kind of thing. Joy, like our first stadium oh question. Oh, my God, a backwards back. transition. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, from Super Bowl uh, 28, mm-hmm. uh, the Bills and Cowboys. And the next year, um, that's when our steel men, um, our Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. were against the Cowboys. Does, and is we the lost. date on that 1994 93? Uh, well, it was. You, well, it's you, 94, okay. Yeah. I was trying to get the timeline in my head because I know it's from the. Sure. Three because they probably made it beforehand. Yeah, because like the Super Bowl is when like the year yeah. switches. So yeah, it was made in 1993, but the game itself was January 30th. Yep. 1994. The next seat cushion I'm gonna Let's go talk to about that one because that this was one? probably our first like one of like from the first times that we thrifted together, and we also just got this was from when we found like our big our first big thrift haul when we found like a Led Zeppelin T-shirt, the Beavis and Butthead shorts. The I forgot about the Beavis and Butthead shorts. The Little Hammer uh, sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Beavis and Butthead shorts went to our friend in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. 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 And um, th- this this third stadium cushion, um, this is actually NFL related as well. This one is from 1989, so it's a little uh, it's a little older, but it's a white stadium cushion again with the handle on it, so you could take it into the game. And the big NFL crest right on the front so, of it. So, I don't know. We may or may not have talked about this before. I don't know. We haven't. Um, This was one of the first things we washed because it was yucky. Yeah. it was. Do you wh- remember what's special about this? Mm, no. I want you to be surprised. Uh, Open it up. Wait. Is there something in here? Open it up and take the cushion out. Open it up and take the cushion out. I don't remember this if I do remember this. Like, if I was present bodily for yeah. what you're about and to look say. look at the NFL logo side. Look at the NFL logo side as I take the cushion out. Okay. It's really in there. I'm still struggling to take the cushion out of the With thing. the microphone in your hand. Okay. So, I do remember yeah. now. Um, so, when you take the cushion out of the stadium seat... The NFL crest that's on the front of the design on the stadium seat, when you pull out the guts, it's also sort of burned into the cushion itself. The material of this one is like a very, very thin nylon. Yeah. And it's white. So I'm guessing that yeah. it's just light. Yeah. You know? Just light sensitivity to it. But that's kind of cool because it looks like a waffle because the inside. <laughs> but, uh, it looks like one of those fancy French toasts you get. It like Yeah. Uh, because the higher ins- end, the 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 inside cushion is like that uh, vanilla, va- like vanilla yellow ish. Vanilla, that Va- vanilla, fu- like Manila-y sort yeah, of color. Yeah, va- Manila, vanilla, yellow 
type vibe to it. <laughs> vanilla, vanilla yellow. Yeah. Sounds like a football play. Yeah, pretty much. Idaho, Idaho, Omaha. The, I've been watching the XFL recently. I love the XFL. Um, Love the XFL. Oh, I'm trying to go to a DC Defenders game and no one wants to go if you want to go. It's just so far away. Fuck. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe. We'll see. I just don't like the DC Defenders. Um, I, I don't... I'm I like the sport that much that I have teams that I like and dislike. Sure, and I'm on the same thing, but I'm saying if we want to see a live XFL game, the only reason I'm going there is it's the closest. Okay. That's all. Um, So we're going to get up to... So we have three stadium seats out of the way. We're going to get to the last one and maybe the most important one to me at least. Um, as I mentioned before, when Josh and I... um. Uh, got the got the award we were presented with our two trophies and our two trophies were a give me an icy light stadium seat josh got one i got one but it's a white uh it's a white plasticky cover on it it's got a white handle so you could take it into the game and uh it has black blocks and on those black blocks it says give me an icy light and um shane gave me uh this was my icy light and uh, Josh got an icy light, so he was the trophy presenter. Now, as you were collecting this stuff to give us, Shane, um, what were you thinking there? Was it you just found two things that were a match? I found two things the day of or the day before, and we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is like a pretty cool thing because those are icy light. I mean, it's like a very like stereotypical Yenzer yeah thing. It's now almost been appropriated by people that don't live in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Or even like have any connection to it. Well, we have we have a lot of that going on because locally in Pittsburgh we have Primanti sandwiches, yeah. which are um, usually meat sandwiches, but like you could get whatever. But they're like a meat, coleslaw, tomatoes, and fries, and they're honestly the best sandwich in America for sure. The no greatest question. thing about any of my past relationships, yeah. Um, every single person I've dated hated Primanti's coleslaw. Ooh. And so I would tell them to just get it on the side, and I'd put that shit down you house throat. it. Yeah, that was I, the only thing redeeming about any of my relationships. Um, I, I, the the relationships that I have had. How you said, well, uh, relationships, and then you went, um, that gap of thinking mm-hmm. reminds me of my past relationships because they were all bad but yeah but <laughs> however back to i see light that's yeah. like the staple beer of that sandwich shop mm-hmm. um i don't know it was just cool if you had to guess toddy and i play this game yeah where i tell him to guess where i found something where did i find both of those where did t- you find both at? of those where were they together you found those and i will guess you will found those <sighs> it's not one we've been to uh-huh and it's not as local as you'd think. Okay. So, not a thrift we've been to and not as local. I'm trying to think of the places you went. Not the, the 412 time. part of Pittsburgh, which is main Pittsburgh. The yeah. 724. Those are area codes. I'm going to go. You had found those at the red, white, and blue. And not the one we go to, but the other one. The one on the north side of yes. Pittsburgh. No. That was a good guess. Yeah. Um, Cranberry Goodwill. Yeah, I would have off never... Off of Route 19, which is north of Pittsburgh. 
Cranberry Goodwill, mm-hmm. Route 19. For those of you that don't know Cranberry, think of the world's largest strip mall with the saddest chain Mexican restaurants you've ever seen. And that's Cranberry In PA. a hot dog shop, which is also very sad because they boil their hot dogs, and that's yucky. You know how I, I lose my wallet every day? Yeah. Um, I lost my wallet one time. I used to pal around in Cranberry, PA. I lost my wallet, and it was gone. Mm-hmm. And then I was nowhere near this place whatsoever. Yeah. But um, like a couple days later, someone called my sister because I didn't have a cell phone at the time because mm-hmm. I was young. But I was old enough to have one. I just didn't. Um, so but my home phone number was in the wallet. A man found it in the cemetery all wet. That's very cool. So I have no idea how it got to the cemetery. I was never in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only thing, well, I actually, the only thing I could think of is I walked to Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. to get donuts. I think it may have fallen out of my pocket. Somebody picked it up, took it in their car, and then when they were driving home, threw it out the window. Mm. My therapist is located in, in Cranberry, PA. You have to drive all the way up there? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's on a good day, like 35. Well, you like that. I'm sure. I mean, you, I'm, I, if any drive like under <laughs> like an hour and 10 minutes, I love. Yeah. But you um, don't want to go to DC Defenders because that's super That's away. like six hours. That's like so much driving. I barely could handle driving to Canton. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Give me a rooster noise over that. In post, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, a, it's it, no. So originally when we went to Canton, we saw someone locally that said like not really to, uh, to say where we were and i was like we won't and um it's been enough time that it don't matter it literally doesn't matter nothing yeah. matters it's a place yeah it doesn't matter where in canton who knows canton's literally just a college campus spread out over like seven miles pretty much and with the most underwhelming hall of fame i've ever seen oh football hall of fame the football hall of fame building is so tiny and then they put it next to that big stadium mm-hmm. it just looks like a yeah like a visitor center for a state that's that's fair but so, um so you had a game you had a game uh, where I had to guess where you got this. And y'all got to learn about Cranberry PA. And do you want to go on to the next game, which was associated with your oh, uh, thrift, wow. thrift, thrift transition? Yeah. Um, we have a little bit of 90s. Mm-hmm. It's getting to the point where I think of 90s and kind of stutter when I want to say vintage. Yeah. Um. I guess it's more and more increasing that people are putting like 97, 98, 99 things as vintage. Yeah. Um, but so it's, it's there it's, somewhere. But I would say the beginning of vintage from this point right now, what day is it? March something. Something. Early the year March. of our Lord 2020. Yeah. Um, I think vintage, the cutoff for an actual vintage piece is probably 1994. Okay. You know what's weird about that? Mm. In my head, I was thinking 1994 as well. Yeah. And maybe 1995 if it was I'd like say cool 95 enough. is the cusp. Yeah. Like 94 That's to so 96 interesting. is I was like a very. It's like, there, it's not a hard line, but it's like a gray area before sure. 94, 96. So this is late 90s. This is. So this hat specifically actually is, if I had to guess, yeah. 91 to 94. Oh, okay. So, um, it, so it is. What we consider vintage. The Comets. Um, this is a Fort Wayne, Indiana. For some reason, I thought Fort Wayne was in Texas. I'm thinking of Fort Worth. Yeah. That's in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's Fort Myers. Yeah, Fort Myers. A lot Myers. of forts. Yeah. Uh, you, got, you got all of those right at different times. Very Fort cool. Worth. Fort Myers. Yeah. Fort Worth, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Fort Myers, Florida. Fort. I'm going to shut the fuck up because I'm wrong. <laughs> um, however, Fort Wayne, Comets. It's a... Uh, 
second level professional hockey team in North America. Um, the what, IHL, what, uh, is it, yeah, I was about to say IHL, International Hockey League. Mm-hmm. Um, IHL was prominent up until um, 2007 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, the IHL was essentially how there's the NHL, and then the minor league now is the AHL. Um, in the past, the AHL IHL were separate entities, but kind of served the same purpose. Um, and then in 2000-something, the Fort Wayne Comets went to the CHL, the Central Hockey League, which was a cutoff of the IHL. Okay. So it was, like, all branched okay. out. And then they all formed into the ECHL, which is now the third-tier hockey league of North American hockey. So it's the, it goes NHL, AHL, ECHL. Little, little educational lesson yeah. here the, about um, hockey. I think a fun trip for us. This is like something I'd actually want to do. <laughs> we still have time. When you list something, something well, I this actually want to like, do. So this is an ECHL team that is located in Wheeling, West Virginia. Okay. The Wheeling uh-huh. Nailers. Have you heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Wheeling Nailers um, are the Pittsburgh Penguins ECHL team. You want to see some fucking fights? Go to an ECHL game. You sit in like a two like a two thousand person rink. Yeah. You get like you get a six dollar beer there. You go to the you go down beforehand and there's the best cold cheese pizza place you'll ever go to right next to the stadium. Cold cheese pizza. Like you talk about Beatos. Beatos, which is a local Be- spot. Which has been nationally credited as having I'm putting this in air quotes, good pizza, because I think it's just adult lunchables. Yeah, it is. Um but you like it. Yeah, it's cheap. I That's why it. I like it. That's fair. It's cheap. Um, but this place is like it'll make you a pie like you normally have a round pizza pie mm-hmm. with some with the cheese. Like you know how they put the sauce and then a little bit of cheese. They bake that all in, and then they like put on like good like pizza cheese. That mozzarella. seems fun. Um, it then it gives the surface area allows it to. I talk with my hands a lot when I'm on mic. This is fun. Go um, for it. The surface area of the round pizza kind of makes the cheese melt. So it's like the halfway between point, and it's really good. Gotcha. But Wheeling Nailers So the actual item is yeah, a snapback cap <laughs> that you do I'm, not I, say I, at I all. Just said, I was <laughs> just about to say the Wheeling Nailers are also – the Fort Wayne Comets are also still a team. They just all play now in the ECHL. Mm-hmm. What we have is a um, snapback hat from 91 to 94 – um, Fort Wayne Comets has one of the worst logos in hockey history. Ouch! Um, it looks like a buzzsaw, but obviously it's a comet. But it just looks like just a buzzsaw. S- silly! It's like a front view of a comet. Yeah. And comets is spelled with a K, which I'm not about. Um, hey. However, old IHL stuff is pretty cool because just the IHL and all those minor league hockey teams just don't give a shit. Like you know, like your professional like NHL, NBA, yeah, MLB. They're all super serious. Like, we got to have those same jerseys for everything. Fort Wayne Comets had a Nickelodeon Double Dare Slime jersey night a couple years ago. Could you imagine finding that now? Mm -hmm. That would be crazy. That'd be a fun one. So those ones, they obviously... I mean, it's not on eBay, you don't think. So those jerseys, obviously, they don't make them for sale. So the only way you get them is through game-worn auctions. And you absolutely can get them, but they normally go for 800 $900. I mean, you could buy anything if you have the money. You can literally do whatever you want. You can play hockey if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, But what I like about IHL caps is that, I mean, you had your old, like, your 90s, your 80s. The cap styles back then are just so much more creative and fun than they are now. 
And um, uh, you had found, uh, well, we collectively yeah, found, we found two. two two of these. You have, uh, you will be keeping one, yep. and the other one we're cleaning up and we're going to put in the store. Yeah. So the one that I found was more of like a colorway. It had like a orange wavy part and then a white wavy part, and it said Fort Wayne real big on the side of the head. Big text on the side. That one, those those hats are real fun. This one's more plain logo, has sort of like a blockheady font on the back, which is cool. I pop for that. Um, I think what we can uh, be with the, and we have been playing NHL 2007. Mm-hmm. Known hockey coach Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux. He used to coach the Capitals and now the Ducks, I believe. Interesting. Maybe opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, played for the Comets. So you're the one of my favorite the hockey, hockey expert between the two of us, and you and, and you've been slamming me in video games at it. Yeah, pretty Maybe. much. Bruce Bruce Boudreaux is one of my favorite hockey names. You want to know my favorite hockey name of all time? What is that? Jeff Bukaboom. Whoa! Oh, so that's a real one. Jeff Bukaboom is of the Edmonton Oilers fame. Jeff Bukaboom, okay. defenseman number fifteen. Well, uh, originally when I was was talking about that, um, you said you you may or may not have some hockey names that you oh. want to. I have three hockey names prepared. Um, so these were former Comet players that yes. played for this actual hockey team. Yes. Or these are just fake names, and there's there's three of them. So let's see if I can guess. Fifty percent chance. I mean, go. I th- there was uh, th- some uh, you know fifty percent chance mm-hmm. games on this show before that I did pretty bad at. So let let me let me go one by one here. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Fred Boymestruck. Fred Boymestruck. True or false? Is that a former Comets player? I'm gonna say true. Very correct. I'm gonna say true on that one. Uh, Fred Boymestruck played for the Comets in the 1984 to 85 season. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a word you'd make up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see what this one you think of then. John Blue. Real. Real. Yep. Yeah. Good job. I think it was too basic and not flowery enough to yeah. be fake. John Blue. Okay. Larry cool. Brantley. Larry Brantley. Larry Brantley. So I got two out of two so far. I'm going to say this one's also real. False. Not Dang. a real hockey player. That was a spinoff of real Comet's former player, Les Binkley. Les Binkley was a real one? Yep. That w- But I based mine off of that name. Well, I know at least when I sp- play sports title games that I enjoy them because if you do a franchise yep. and you go on in your life as the franchise, mm-hmm. um, so you play a season of a professional sport as a franchise leader – and then the next year, um, just like every year in sports, you get to draft rookies. Mm-hmm. And since the game doesn't have a new draft class, it generates just random names with yep. random stats, and you pick those. One more bonus one. So they all sound like fake guys. So yep. these could be this. So there's a bonus one. I have two or three so far. Brent Gretzky. Well, we know of of the very famous, very popular Wayne Gretzky. So I'm going to guess that this is his kid. This True. is his brother. This is his brother. Oh, that Brent sucks. Gretzky mm-hmm. and Wayne Gretzky, probably the greatest player of all time, are the top scoring brothers of all time. The top scoring brothers. So Hendrick Sundin, Daniel Sundin, any brothers that have ever played. Mm-hmm. There's some now the the Tuchuk boys. Eric Stahl, Jordan Stahl yep. exist. Wayne Gretzky and Brent Gretzky mm-hmm. have 
the highest total number of points out of any brother duo in professionals. Can you guess how many points Brent Gretzky put up in his career? In his career points, and in hockey, correct me if I'm wrong, it's everything. So hockey is a goal and an assist. An assist is if you pass to the score. Um, I'm going to say, I mean, in hockey, I'm actually not sure what a a colossal number would be and what would be a minor number. But um, I'm thinking like your everyday guys score about 10 goals a a year, maybe 12. We'll say your regular guys score 10 to 12 goals a year. And I'm assuming your regular guys have about 30 assists. So let's double that. Um, I'm going to say that he got six. No, I'm going to say 552. Four. How is that? Oh, so oh, Wayne Gretzky has like over twenty eight hundred points. It's a bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they are <laughs> colossally together. They are very successful as a brand. Yes. Brent Gretzky played thirteen games for the Tampa Bay Lightning and got four points. Would this, Would that be accurate career. to say like your average to pretty okay guys gets about twelve to ten to twelve goals a year? I was going to say the way you had given it with like 10 to 12 goals and about 30 assists, that's a very either defensively minded or playmaker toward a player. Okay. So that's, that's something like a defenseman would put up for sure. Okay. So or a like winger a, would not. Or more. like a third line center sort of. Okay. Um, so grinder type I'd maybe. say right around middling average, that's probably about right. I'd say the assists would probably be closer to about, mm-hmm. I'd say the goals would be closer to about 15. The assists would probably be about 25. Okay, um, I, I guess that would make sense. Once you get into the higher end, you're looking at like 25, 30 goal scorers, 40, 50 plus assists, and then really good guys. Yeah, because more. I know some pretty popular hockey players, and I know hockey players that have played in my life, mm-hmm. but prior to my life, I, I, I would say I don't know much of anything. Yeah. i say the biggest stat in hockey is probably points per game. Mm-hmm. So it's an average of your points over how many games you've played. And just like most goals with the assists... Um, they, they, uh, Shane is going to be assisting me in a goal that I'm trying to figure out in the second act of the show. We got a lot of pogs and I'm trying to figure out all of their origins. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we return, we're hopping into item origin and taking a look at some P O G S milk. No, we're not because you haven't talked about your thing yet. Oh yeah. Well, we ran out of time. Okay, cool. <laughs> Fucking dump it. We ran out of time for mine, so uh, next week's episode is going to uh, start out with a personal and nostalgic banger. Banger. But, yeah, but uh, right now we're going to hit commercial. When we come back, Item Origin, Thrifty Podcast. Stay tuned. Super Bowl 28 was the fourth straight Super Bowl for the Buffalo Bills. And for the first half, they led the defending champion Dallas Cowboys. But in the second half, Dallas proved their greatness and won easily. Two months later, the Cowboys lost one of their most important stars, head coach Jimmy Johnson. The man who took just five years to turn a 1-15 team into a two-time NFL champion resigned, leaving Super Bowl 28 as a punctuation mark to one of the NFL's greatest success stories.
Georgia Dome in Atlanta, Georgia. If they want to win, they definitely will reduce the mistakes. To enjoy the final final of the NFL. It's a rematch, the first in NFL history. The Buffalo Bills playing Rocky. Dallas Cowboys is Apollo Creed. And talking of heavyweights, everyone who's anyone from Muhammad Ali to Frank Sinatra is in town in Atlanta this week. So are most of the rest of the American population. Half of them apparently standing on street corners holding signs saying, need two tickets. Cowboys are number one. The world team. Cowboys! This is our year. Let's go, Buffalo! It's a hard milk cap invasion. Milk cap sightings are pouring in by the thousands. The cause is anyone's guess. It's the official World Plug Federation milk cap maker. For the first time ever, you can make your own milk caps. It's cool because it's totally easy. Just load in the picture, blend it up, twist, and bam! Make the world's biggest, coolest collection. It's a pot milk cap invasion. And in the weather. The official World Plug Federation milk cap maker. From Cap Toys, who else? Back from commercial break for the second act of the show. Uh, during the break, we were talking about, obviously, with the show's premise, we were talking about things that we collected when we were growing up and things we did. And on Item Origin, we're going to be looking at one of mine, but I wanted to open it up to Shane. Um, so when you were growing up, Shane, when you were a smaller Shane, was there anything that you, yourself like collected or maybe went to the the store with a parent are you familiar get? with mighty beans whoa so mighty beans were yeah. your pogs they're always something where they're jumping okay you got to talk to me about mighty beans you were not aware of what they are i know what a jumping bean is so a mighty bean is a plastic pill bean shaped thing it's okay it's like a cylinder mm -hmm. with rounded edges and it has like a metal ball inside of it, and they're all different characters and whatever rarities or whatever. And you'd play them like pogs, or you kind of like threw them against each other. They sold like a Mighty Beans Arena, almost like Beyblades. Okay, okay, and okay, you, okay. They, whoever won won both. Ooh, and it's something. Okay, Mighty Beans are a thing. My brother, I saw him the other day, and he goes, "I saw Mighty Beans and Sheets." And Mighty Beans haven't been around for years. So. Sheets is like a gas station. Yeah, yeah, and. He was like, I should have got him. And I was like, why would you buy that? And he's like, I don't know, to play Mighty Beans. Yeah. And yeah, honestly. So similar that, to Pogs, yeah, which that, is what. That would be cool. And something, I mean, this may be a deep cut because obviously my memory is bad, but you may know what I'm talking about right away or you may not know forever. When we were at uh, the Heidelberg Goodwill Outlet Bins, you and I, this was months ago, you found like I don't know if it was like a it was like a Happy Meal toy or something in a small bag, but you were like, "Whoa, I gotta I gotta grab this and take a pic for my brother because we oh. used to have." Um, they were called stackers. Stackers. Um, they sold them, maybe in Happy Meals for a while, or you. Know, I remember it used to be like a little plastic bag. It was just like I, it's in my car still. Mm -hmm. Um, guys with faces, and then their arms would pop out. And you could stack them on top of each other. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if there's literally anything else to them other than that. <laughs> well, stacking is pretty but, fun. Like, that was a thing that we did for a while. So you had Mighty Beans. You had stackers. Uh, we had my brother and I had little tiny baby football helmets. Oh, so, like, yeah. Colleges. Same. Mm -hmm. And what we would do is we'd play um, like f like paper football with them. 
Oh, that was fun. Okay. Um, yeah, I I had I had those, but I didn't really do much with the helmets. I just let them sit there. I pretty much grew up on. Uh, I'm trying to think of the timelines, but um, Pogs, uh, Goosebump books, and core figures, which I talk about all the time yeah. on the show, which are generic GI Joes. Yeah. Um. So those were the three things. So we're gonna hop into one of those things. And get into item origin. Item origin. So I have a question before we start this item origin. Sure. The theme song for item origin just played, right? Yeah. It's just it was just Is right it here. Two versions of your voice saying item origins overlaid on top of each other yeah you got it because yeah, two tracks there's the back track yeah like the quieter one that's more distorted yeah vaguely sounds like me no it's not you i know and it's been freaking me out ever since i heard it i was like it sounds like me but it can't be me well uh yeah i i mean it's it's kind of it's kind of known but uh, uh like when i i when people make music or record something like this, yeah. you just you just put two vocal tracks on. No, I know. And so it's like I think one I'm like item origin, and the other one I'm like item origin. That one is the one that I always think is me, and I'm like, there's no way. So it can it's just be. the high and a low, and then it's just guitar riffs. Boo yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah. That was a fun. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but that's definitely something. Yeah. It sounds uh, like a PlayStation Two soundtrack for like a trucking game. Okay, well then that's I got it. That's what I was trying to do with it. <laughs> Very so cool. we just found out the item origin of item origin of item origin <laughs> very meta folks five stars on itunes five stars on google five stars on facebook all five stars for all these plastic circles yeah cardboard circles cardboard circles with plastic slammers but um if it's your first episode item origin we find something um second hand and we discuss how it uh, or surmise how we think it ended up at the Goodwill or the secondhand store, we purchased it. We have about 40 pogs, aka milk caps, in front of us. And um, for fans of pogs, you know that they are cardboard flat circles with pictures on them, and then a slightly bigger plastic or fake glass, uh, thicker pog is called a slammer. Acrylic, someone say. Acrylic, and you throw this slammer. Add a stack of these cardboard circles to flip them over, and that's the entire game. Now, where did of you pogs. normally find these? Like, where were these located for you to have? Well, um, I walked to a hobby shop, a local hobby shop, and I was too young to be walking. <laughs> I mean, no, I was I was fine at the exercise of walking, but I'm saying I was walking alone across my town into another town to get these sums of bitches. But I used to go to Bill and Walt's Hobby Shop, it was called. And um, it would just have, like, similar to, like, Pringles chips. They have those, like, tubes. Yeah. Well, they had pog-sized tubes. And you would just get, like, 200 in a tube. They were huge. Um, And I still have some of that. And sometimes you would get plain pogs. And you would get a sticker. And you could put the pogs there. Here's something that I may still have in the house I grew up in somewhere, maybe. And I think this might might be cool uh, for us to do. Um, there was a pog maker. You used to make Ooh. your own pogs. So you would Ooh. put a piece of cardboard in and say you'd put, um, 
I made a lot of Power Ranger pogs. Mm -hmm. And so you put a piece of cardboard in and you put a, uh, yeah, like a picture over top of it. And then what you would do is basically it would, there would be a slicer that would slice down. So then you pull it out and it would just be a circular cardboard with the picture. Do you think some of these were made like that? I don't. Um, so the ones I'm going to go over, um, the reason why I don't think any of those were made by that because they were the ye- uh, it was yellow on the flip side of the pog. Gotcha. So these are all white. But um, so what I have uh, first off <laughs> is uh, the Ice Caps official slammer, and um, Ice Caps were a pog company out of uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, and Ice Caps were basically globe head little princes. Or they played hockey. That played hockey. Um, so I have Eric and Ivan, and they have a humanoid body, a globe head, a king's crown, and they have a hockey stick and hockey puck. And that's what's on the slammy whammy, too. Yeah, it's on the slammy whammy. Um, I also have uh, Tricker Rats with Scars, um, <laughs> Pog, and it's a basically a take on Harley Davidson because the character on this Pog is named Hardly. Um, Hardly Davidson. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, um, and I have Diesel and British Bulldog Pogs from Coliseum Video uh, WWF at the time. So these were um, the first two I saw in the bin that I was like, I got to get these. So I have Diesel and British Bulldog, Rip British Bulldog, uh, <laughs> and then the last one I have in my hand of the forty is the Hawaiian Milk Caps Thrilla. Gorilla Pog, and this is a gorilla with blue shorts on and nothing else on a skateboard. On a skateboard. My first few aren't that interesting compared to yours. Yeah. I think I definitely kill them in the second half with mine. Cool. Uh, I have four. Mm -hmm. Three River Stadium. Three River Stadium used to be the Pirates and Steelers Stadium back in the day. Uh, 25th anniversary. A lot of happy Pirates fans on these. It makes me mad because we can't be happy anymore because the Pirates stink. They basically stunk since 1992. And it's bad, and it's sad, and it makes me sad. Yeah. And the other one is a uh, old Pittsburgh Penguins logo. Ooh, the RoboPen? Yeah, the Triangle Boy. Mm-hmm. But now we get into the, into the nitty-gritty the fun, fun ones. Stuff. So I'm going to lead off with the third most banger of the group. Yeah. It's a raccoon skateboarding. Mm. And it says, cool dude. Oh, so we have a couple of skateboarding pods. Nothing on the back. Not even any hint of what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Second most pop. I have a little bitty baby kid cuisine penguin. Yeah, KC. that was the first one you picked up and you're like, I got to talk about it. Um, I myself have never had a kid cuisine. Ooh, they were just always prevalent when I was growing up or a kid. You've never had a kid or cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this features tiny itty bitty baby uh, KC kid cuisine mascot person from KC Caps, which features a uh, little itty bitty baby KC kids cuisine penguin playing pogs. That's fun. Having a little slam jamma. Mm-hmm. And now my favorite. Your favorite. You ever go down to the south? Sure. And you see a. Uh, man with a shrimp mech suit sure yeah and he shoots uh playing cards out of a ventilated arm and has a claw on the other i didn't i have never seen that last part that you said um well his name is gumbo (laughs) (laughs) and what i have here is an exo men uh man in a shrimp mech (sighs) shooting 
playing cards out of one hand and a claw on the other. Um, one of the most interesting things I've ever seen in my life. Here, throw this over. I think I saw it, but um, I didn't see it well. Gumbo. Oh, my God. So, it's like a... So, yeah. Homeboy is in a mech suit with a crab claw and a ventilated arm shooting out playing cards. Why playing cards? Gumbo. That's official series, and these were by Zebes. Zogs. Zogs, baby. They're called... It says on the back, Zogs Bubble Caps. So, for those listening, go ahead and Google Zogs Bubble Caps and send over to the Thrifty Podcast, that Thrifty Podcast on instagram some of your favorite zogs let's get some zogs in the mix this week so uh those were our favorites from we that have some others but they're not, yeah you know they're just random but we have probably about 40 ish with one slammer we have some cutout ones which are interesting like there's one that looks like a buzzsaw and one that looks like a <laughs> the com- aka the comets logo is this poison the band no poison the pog brand i have poison stickers interesting yeah um, so how I surmise how these got to the Goodwill outlet, and I'm going to surmise this because if my pogs went to the Goodwill outlet, which they probably have at some point in the past decade, so pogs were cheaply produced, um, yeah, like cheaply made, and you could buy them for cheap, and you could have so many. I think somebody had a big fat tube of pogs, and I think they absolutely forgot about them in their attic. Because uh, the reason why I think that correlates with money, because if you had a money pit, like you'd be like, well, you know, I have to keep this or whatever, or like you'd remember it happening. I think it was just some dude named Robert who was just like, oh, my pogs are still up here and then just merely donated them. That's yeah. how I think it got there. Because he forgot about there's he not, forgot about yeah, pogs. There's not much of a backstory with these. I'd say whoever the person is, it seems to be male oriented. Sure, um, traditionally, I guess. Or at least has been played with those who like sports, wrestling, uh, Nosferatu, skateboarding. Vampires. Literally just being a boy. Po- like poison. part of the boys. The boys poison. get together and throw fucking cardboard at each other. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a heavy emphasis on Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mainly Pittsburgh sports. So it's from here. Um, for sure. It came from here, yeah. around here. Yeah, because you got your penguins, you got your three rivers. Mm-hmm. You got your, you know, whatever. Um, I think about the same lines of theirs forgotten about. I think there is some hardcore pogging going on though. You think one last one last I go? think the boys got together. They mm-hmm. said, you know what? This is for all the all the tape. Let's just get it. So much like Mighty Beans. I think Mighty Beans are a little different because they're a rarity scale to them. Well, I mean in the sense of if you win, if yeah. you win, you get the other beans. I'm saying, but there's no way in hell I'm bringing out my rare beans to fight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there were any sort of rare pods. There was, yeah. Was there? Yeah. There was Slammers, which are the things you threw at them. Those were like the... So- yeah, those okay. were the ones. You can't lose your Slammer. No, you can't use your Slammer because it was like one of those things that... Yeah, that's what you played with. Sort of like D&D, you roll up with your your die. Yeah. Well, slammers, you roll up with the slammers. And then again, people made pogs. You looked at pogs. You set pogs on fire. I've done that, which is a, which definitely is on your team. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a Spike TV show, and this is what made me deathly afraid for, of fire for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know what it was, but it had two dudes fighting, and then one of them ended up in a fire. Oh, sick. And okay. it made me afraid of burn to death for probably ten years. And then... You... I would imagine having a pog battle in a fire would be fun. Yeah. A lot of cardboard, a lot of paper, a lot of human mm-hmm. skin to light. I just think these are just, like, there. Yeah. Like, we found them all in a bag. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much to really write home about. But they're definitely nostalgic. I mean... Yeah. I, I mean, I I would go from one town to another town just to pick them up. Just to pick up some circles. And it was, like, from the... It was from the early 90s to the mid-90s was their height. So, in the mid... mid I was born in 87. So, I'm, I'm looking at, like, 8 to 10 years old I'd walk to yeah. get these. Which was... <laughs> looking back, I don't know that I'd l- let that young of a child do that. But I guess I just had free roam and just did whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of. But that was our thrift haul from this week. We had a pretty cool, uh, we even have stuff left over. Sometimes we usually do that we're going to start the next episode with. But we had four stadium seat cushions. We had a Fort Wayne Comets hat. We learned a little bit about hockey from Shane Becker himself. That's um, two hockey in a row. Two hockeys in a row. And then we uh, had had some pogs. But before we get out of here, um, I want to give a, a shout out to uh, a few of our sponsors and something <laughs> we did last week. Steve alert, Steve, Steve alert. alert, bluffs Steve lyric alert. of the week, baby. Steve alert, Steve alert, bluffs.bandcamp.com, alternate reality, the theme to our show for many reasons, and Shane has been compiling his favorite lyrics from them. And I think uh, Shane has another Bluffs lyric for this week. It comes from the song, I Don't Want an Ice Cream Cone. Mm-hmm. And it goes, I don't want an ice cream cone. Just shove it in my bones. And that's your Bluffs lyric of the week? Yep. It's almost that time for ice cream. Bluffs.bandcamp.com. Also, Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com. And in order of 50 shirts... You get 12 for free by using the promo code Thrifty or Thrifty Podcast. Um, send them an email and be like, hey, I heard you on Thrifty. Thanks for being a part of the boys. CWPress.com. One more quick announcement, but this is only quick because this is still, you'll probably hear more of this as time goes on. This summer, I will be on the radio with DJ Lil um, and a, a yet to be named show. Um, on WPTS Radio in Pittsburgh. So we'll have a weekly spot. If you're a Thrifty listener and have listened to Thrifty before, in the back catalog, um, DJ Lil has uh, the Balloon Animal Petting Zoo. And we uh, turned the Balloon Animal Petting Zoo into Thrifty Podcasts uh, this past this past summer two or three times. So I got to see the studio that we're going to be recording in. And some of those episodes, again, could be on this back catalog if you haven't heard them. But this summer, Shane, brand new show. We'll probably have you uh, in and on. I'll learn not to swear. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't swear on WPTS. That's the only – well, there's a lot of different rules, but your big one is, like, don't swear. Um, And don't say anything bad. And don't say say anything too, too bad. Yeah. Um, But that's kind of it. But that's all all I have for uh, this week. Uh, Shane, what do you have? Um, what what what's going on in your life this this week? Um, any any big plans? I know you just cooked some miso soup. I just made miso, and it's gonna. I take, didn't make miso soup. Where did you put it? In the closet, where you put everything you ferment. Sure. So with miso, it's just ground up soybeans and then koji rice, which is a special type of rice that has mold on it, and 
I thought you were making miso soup. No, I was making miso miso, like miso paste. Mm-hmm. And you let it sit and you weigh it down and it'll let off like, it's not soy sauce, it's called tamari. And it's like soy sauce. How many um, things do you have fermenting? I have four jars of it right now. That's betting on yourself. That's saying I'll see y'all in a year because that's how long it takes. That's betting on yourself. I right fermented there. some oranges and grapefruit the other week. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Didn't um, you? Um, I swear there was something else that you put together that you're like, I just gotta forget about for a few years. Is that incorrect? Is that no. inc- incorrect information? The only other thing that I've done is the sourdough starter, which you just you you feed it for like three days and it's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. Have you started? Because you got some bread rocks. I yet to have even taken them out the bag. Well, maybe this is a big one. I'll probably that. make some motherfucking sourdough. I mean, I'm on Tuesday. I have to get that started. That's sick. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my shout out. Shout out food. Shout out all food. I think I'm going to be getting some lunch after this wraps up. And for everybody else, every single person, everybody else out there, everyone else, just think of the world's population not listening to this podcast right now. Close your eyes. Think about that. Give it one second. Everybody else, get roached.